Welcome to Pred Wings Podcast, where Smashville and Hockey Town collide. And now, here are your hosts, Red Runway, Buffalo Brian, and D-Law, Dan Lawless. Welcome D-Law. to episode 48 of the Pred Wings Podcast and episode... Two, I guess you can call it on Twitch. <laughs> a little one and a half, maybe after last week's debacle on my part, <laughs> really because OBS killed my internet. Oh, I see. Now he's blaming. Always playing the blame game. Yeah. Well, it's there's always no someone else's fault. We're recording early this week because uh, two of our three hosts are going to be out of town this weekend. So, and we don't trust the third host. I can't do a show without two other guys. <laughs> <Just teasing. laughs> so there's no beer league minute this week, but next week we're going to have quite a full, quite a full beer league minute. Uh, this week for me, this Thursday for me, and then Tuesday, Ron gets back on the ice. That'll be that might take up half an hour talk. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go. There's not going to be any news about Ron on the ice. You might have ten goals, and then uh, just call me, call me Big Buff. I'm coming Thursday. back. But uh, so I guess we can move right into the recaps. Uh, who wants to go? Wings or Sabers? Wings. Say go. Predators. No, I don't no, want let the Predators go. We don't have the minute this week. Go for it. Well, it's gonna be real quick because I was really off. Uh, well, actually, I might have did. I I did predict a win against Philadelphia. Oh, uh, Duchesne. Scored the overtime goal, so he's he's heating up. Uh, that was uh, 34 seconds. Um, uh, 34 seconds into overtime, but the Predators lost Forsberg. Um, he left with an injury. Um, not sure what the injury is. Um, they're not really saying, uh, but pretty much. You know, no goals in the first period, and then um, didn't really get to see much of this game. I, I did see the overtime. Uh, but Nino Niederreiter scored the first goal to put up one nothing lead. That was that was his 14th. And then Kevin Hayes, he's not having a too bad of a season. He's, he scored his 17th to tie it. And then and then I mentioned Matt Duchesne, uh one in overtime. Um, so, they, you know, that was, at least, they, at least they got a win in Philadelphia. But then uh, they returned oh, home. Here, but then, uh, go for it. Sorry, yeah. I thought it was Red Wings' turn. I was getting excited there for a minute. Yeah, well, hold on tight because it's coming up soon. Um, remember, I thought they would beat Arizona, and Arizona's a train wreck. It's pretty embarrassing when you lose to them, especially when they... Four to two loss. They lost to Arizona. Coyotes. Wow. Uh, they got crushed was, by Arizona. Wow, Ron's the only one that got that right. That was the Coyotes' Bingo. first road. That was the Coyotes' first road win in nineteen games. So that's pretty embarrassing. Loss and Kraus had two goals. Um, Carolina or Carolina Coyotes were 0-13 and five, going back to November twenty third. Uh, but once again, you know, they 
Arizona scored first. Nick Smoltz, his 14th. So he's been a respectable season, I guess. 14, you can call it. But with that, maybe, you know, second period, Frederick's actually had a 2-1 to one lead. Yossi scores his 13th, and then Sisson's adds one. Uh, that was his 8th. But then... Uh, they probably forgot about Lawson Krause, but he's got 19 um, as of, well, he scored his 19th in that game. And then uh, Christian Fisher scored, I wonder if that was an empty net. That was a 1907 third, so it was probably empty net. It was a 3-2 lead, and then he scored to make a 4-2. Um, but that game... Uh, P.K. Subban uh, was in Nashville. Uh, he dropped a, I don't know, maybe they, maybe they raised a banner for him. I don't know. I didn't see it, but he, he had a ceremonial puck drop, puck drop. <laughs> easy for me to say. Up drop. Um, so, he but he, drop. yeah, puck <laughs> So did Dila. Um, yeah, he had something. All right. <laughs> but, uh, he dropped one too many, uh, shots down your gullet tonight. No, I just had one, and well, I don't think we're even. Uh, it came all wrong. Um, you don't say. But apparently, um, he says that players want to play here. Or maybe he said that back then. Because I don't think they want to play there now. Not under Hines. But that's all I got for the Predators. Yeah, I can I can jump into the wings here quick. Um, you know, I've only got the one game to recap. They got another one tonight. They've Detroit's on a funky schedule to begin with. Like, if you think about it, they were had a small game, small week in Detroit. They travel the West Coast, travel back to Detroit, back to the West Coast. It's just it's crazy. Um, but we had the Canucks. You know, relatively soon, short, you know, short time between the games. Um, the wings came out and they, they beat them five to two, um, or six to one. I'm sorry. I was looking at the other, the other game they played. So the Canucks, we know are struggling. They're under a new coach, Rick Tockett. You know, I, I don't take this. I mean, every win is important for Detroit, but I don't look at this win and be like, man, uh, you know, we, we really, we were showing the world that we're doing well. Because the Canucks, they're not a great team. They're rebuilding. They just got rid of, you know, Bo Horvat. So this win is important, but it doesn't show who Detroit really is. So it's, you know, tonight's game will be more of that. Um, you know, the highlights, though, Dylan Larkin got two goals. I don't know if he's just heating up because of all the noise in the background of how he's not worth the $9 million that he wants. But he's putting it together. You know, he's got, I think, six goals in four games. He's the, he's playing incredible hockey right now. Um, Robbie Fabry, you know, he net he nets his uh, fifth of the season after coming back from the injury. Um, Lindstrom, you know, our young defenseman who's, you know, he's, he's okay. He's just getting some reps up here. He ends up getting a goal. Um, Suter gets one. Uh, but then more importantly is... Uh, Jonathan Bergeron, he's our rookie. He's our, you know, one of our up and coming guys. And he just continues to put points on the board. He's got his 11th of the season. So it's kind of a bright spot for Detroit to see their young guys. Again, I say this almost every week, but their young guys are getting points. They're putting, you know, play, they're, they're 
creating plays on the ice and they're just overall just playing good hockey. So the, the future of Detroit looks good. It's just a matter of getting them matured, getting them out on the ice, getting them playing and clicking on all cylinders. Um, you know, and right now he's got 21 points as a rookie. You know, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that all day. You know, he's got 11 goals, 10 assists. You know, he's having a good season for a young, a young player. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all Detroit had this week and, or to this, this point so far. What was They're the, currently uh, in the outcome of the second Vancouver game? Uh, six to six to one. When? I actually, I told my wife it was going to be six to two before the game even started. You guys won though? Yeah, we did. So that was the only one we've all got. Oh no, we all got Philadelphia right too. So uh, we'll move on to the Buffalo recap. Not much to recap. Calgary on Saturday was pitiful. I don't even want to talk about it. It was a 7-2 to two final. They got their butts kicked. Came out. Who's in goal? Just curious. Uh, okay. I believe. I'm trying to forget about the game, so. My Maybe memory, he's not ready. For- my memories are going. Away. Calgary's Calgary's not a bad team. I know they're talking about getting rid of uh, Suter or is it Suter or Sutter? Uh, um, yeah. They're they're oh. talking about getting rid of him already. Yeah. No, um, I'll take it. The ten game, ten days off, and they came back. I mean, they started the game yeah. two nothing. It was great. They were doing awesome. We we could trade Sutter for Hines. They gave up seven straight goals. <laughs> And that's see that's that's where it really sucks as a as a fan uh, to see just rapid fire goal after goal after goal no answer at any point throughout the game it's 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 infuriating to me at least the the team was it, it was horrible I no I didn't watch the game but where was the breakdown in that game was it defensively were they just not first you know creating offensive chances I mean what what was it they played well they came out well in the first period and then. Second and third, their their effort wasn't there. I mean, I don't even know what to say. It was I. It hurt watching it. It was the Sabers of old. Yeah, I don't think I would go there. I don't think oh, I would like, go there. That was kind of like the Amherst as of late. Very much so. Um, moving on to the Kings. I didn't get to watch it because it's a ten thirty game and. I need my beauty sleep, as you can see. Um, another same result, 5-2 final. Uh, it appears from the recap that they were down, I think, 5 nothing, maybe? And then scored two goals? I'm trying to remember. Again, I'm trying to get these out. Erased. So, yeah, I'm trying to erase these memories. So for the first game, Calgary, Tage, and Casey Middlestat with the goals. Uh, in this game, Krebs and Cousins had the goals. But again, we lost. So my prediction was a loss with the first game, so I was right there. But then I thought we were going to beat the Kings, which we did not. So I was one for one. And then the game was going on right now versus Anaheim. I think I said we were going to win. It's in the first period, five well, minutes in. So. Well, the Kings are a good team. We shall see. So That's all I got. Wait a minute, I was three. Oh, God, I was one and two. We'll go over our overall picks. Some NHL say, what news is... stories. Elo, what do you got going? Oh, oh, I was, I had muted, sorry. Yeah, I, 
I, I had muted myself again. <laughs> no, I I had picked um, that's right. I had picked Buffalo to win Calgary, and I didn't. So, so yeah, I was one. I was one and two on the picks. We'll go over those later. So anyway, um, I f- stepped back. I forgot to mention uh, our social media, uh, Red Wings podcast on Facebook, Twitch, Discord. And Twitter, we're at Predwings Pod, and I believe uh, as well as YouTube is Predwings Pod. Um, did I miss something? Twitch. Yeah, I mentioned Twitch is on Predwings Podcast, which we're at live now. Hopefully All right, so, um, well, if they're listening, they do. Um, you don't have a hideout? I do. I just didn't write it down. Okay, uh, let's go into the hideout first. Um, so it's just a quick one. And it's not even hockey related. It's involving the prices of season tickets for the Bills. Ooh, I saw that. Got my uh, bill today. I mean, and I how'd that it. go? I get it. Prices are increasing on everything, but my tickets went up almost $200. Absolutely ridiculous. Like, Ooh. what are they doing? Trying to pay for this new stadium that the taxpayers That's exactly are paying what for it is. anyways? I don't, I don't get it. I don't think Arizona, they got to pay for their new, well, they ain't even got one yet, so they're like in the same boat. <laughs> but I think at least Buffalo's somewhat closer, aren't they? I mean, it's actually almost a done deal. What, the stadium? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be starting probably any time now. But, uh, yeah, so... Parking's going to be a nightmare then. The predator, the... Prices are just... And the sad thing is I have the third cheapest seats in the entire stadium. Really? So I don't even want to know what people are paying that have good seats. I have really good seats, but they're just on the cheaper end of the spectrum. And, I don't know, I'm renewing, but not happy about it. But that's all I got for the hideout. The Eichel Tuck Watch, um, actually Jack had a decent couple games. <clears throat> uh, currently it's 17 goals, 21 assists for 38 points for Eichel in 41 games. Tuck has 24, 31, 55, and 52 games, so... Tuck is still over a point a game, and Jack is almost to a point a game. So we had a good week, but hopefully Tuck can have a good night tonight. Regain his momentum. All right, so I guess we have some initial news now. Well, I've got uh, some. Like, I've got some wings news. Oh, okay. that I can go through. Um, but so there was a lot of drama and all over social media about how Verona has played his last game in the NHL or for Detroit, rather a lot of rumor about him being traded or waived or whatever the case may be. Um, I know I had talked about this before, but he got recalled with the Raymond injury. Now he's a healthy scratch tonight against the, the Oilers, but it is expected that he's going to make a, you know, a comeback for the wings. 
so that'll be it'll be interesting to see how he plays and what he's going to make of it because he's got quite the uphill battle so he's got to put some points on the board um and with that being said raymond is out on ir right now um unsure of a return um timetable for him uh, it was an unfortunate unfortunate collision with Ben Sherratt during practice. It was during actually the Monday morning skate. So, you know, hoping to get him back um, in the lineup. He needs all the ice time he can get as a young guy. But that's pretty much all I have for the wings right now is, um, you know, Larkin's still up in the air. There hasn't been too much talk about his deal. And the uh, injury is just hoping that, that we can get get these guys back. Um, actually, I do have a little bit of NH uh, Nashville news. Um, and not that really news, but they recalled Philip Tomasino. Yes, oh, he, Phillip, play, he doesn't Phillip, play for Detroit. Yeah, so I don't know. Just like Philip Forsberg, only it's they're spelled different. Philip is spelled actually like the real, like an actual Philip to be spelled. Um, but he was. Recalled from Milwaukee um, on uh, February 13th, uh, probably to replace Forsberg. Um, but he is uh, currently third on Milwaukee in points this season. He's 21 years old, um, so maybe he can add a spark to Predators. Um, other than that, I don't really, it's about all the news I have for the Predators. Um, so. I guess, do we have any Buffalo news or is that later? Now are you going to talk about the injuries to the Predators now or later? I already mentioned Forsberg's injured. So, do you know, what is it? What does he exactly have? Because I know when he, when he uh, took that hit against the Flyers, he was definitely like, he needed help. He couldn't stand up straight, kept losing his balance. So there was some speculation that it could have been lower body. There was some speculation that it could have been a head injury. Um, what are you hearing? They're not saying much. At least I haven't heard. So Yeah, I haven't seen too much either. I heard he possibly was going to be in concussion protocol for a few games. Well, yeah, well, they, of course, because there's certain players um, like Crosby doesn't have to go through that. I don't know how, um, but I guess it's not. Um, I'm kind of jumping the gun over the initial news today now, but it's kind of sad, kind of a not not a good thing to be named Forsberg right now because another Forsberg uh, got injured. It sounds like it's even worse. Yeah, he's done um, for the season. Anton Forsberg, uh, he actually, yeah, he's... Um, Didn't he tear both oh, ACLs? Yeah, definitely. MC, um, MCL? MCL on both knees. So I don't know. Is his knees like to buckle back? I didn't see yeah, actually what happened. Yeah, he had his teammate pushed one of the forwards on top of him from the other team. Um, but the only thing I see on Philip Forsberg is is an upper body. So I don't know. I mean, that could be anything, and that's that's ahead. That's I'm going that's, ahead. That's that's their that's just their favorite uh, thing nowadays: upper body, lower body. Like yeah, they way. do that by design because if somebody comes back, they don't want them to. Like, if you have a shoulder injury, they don't want guys taking runs at your shoulder. So they just say, "Hey, it's an upper body. It keeps teams guessing." Um, 
But yeah, I, I, I think it's a head injury. If it's an upper body, the dude couldn't even get off the ice. Like he needed help from his teammates to get him there. I haven't seen that game yet, but I, I, I probably will watch it because they won overtime. I don't, I'm not going to bother watching the Arizona one because who wants to see him lose? But um, speaking of coming back from injury, uh, Austin Matthews, but then again, they played Chicago. Uh, he, uh, Matthew, he had a goal and an assist and coming back from injury. Um, what was his injury? I can't remember. But he, he returned from I think injury. he had a torn labia. Or a torn... I can't say. <laughs> um, you can say anything, anything you want, T-Law. Uh, you're you're so, permitted. Uh, moving on to some other NHL news. Um, I know, and and this is starting to be like a, a norm. And I know you're 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 gonna hate it. Mikey Anderson of the Kings just signed an eight-year, thirty-three million dollar contract. Now it's not as massive as some of those eight-year contracts. But it's still an eight-year contract, um, so it'll. Yeah, um, and that's just the max. I mean, that's the max deal that you can get if you're out from your current team. So if like Larkin were to go to Buffalo, and they signed him for this year, and then he became you know a free agent next year, let's say he tried because this is one of the theories with Larkin was give him up for the rest of the season, and then pick him up when he becomes a free agent. Um, because he's got a no, a no trade clause. Like he's not, yeah, he's got a no trade clause right now. So if he hits to a team and, and, you know, Detroit's going to pick him back up, that's always an option. So that was one of the things that was, that was kind of kicked around, but. And, and this, you know, Mikey, that AAV is only around just, just over 4 million. So, I mean, I know it's an eight year contract and you don't like those long contracts, but I don't know, maybe you No, maybe but you, what I, yeah. And I mean, even what I was saying, like, so if Dylan Larkin does go to another team and Detroit picks him up afterwards, the max that he's going to get is seven years under the rules. Now, if Detroit keeps him, they can resign him to an eight year deal right now in Detroit or whatever team picks him up. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, I'm not a fan of the long con. I'm just not, I'm, I don't like them. And I know that's what everybody's doing now. That's what, you know, the, the precedent's been set. So all the guys want it, but it sucks. It sucks. It kind of, I, I feel like it handcuffs the organization and, you know, a team that wants to win and players who want to win, you know, you don't think that they would, you would, you would allow a player to handcuff a team. Yeah, I don't. Because I mean, look yeah. at Forsberg now. What if let's just let's just play out something really quick with me. So he's let's say he's out with a concussion right now. Let's say he comes back and before the season ends, he gets a second concussion. Now, let's say the beginning of next season, he gets his third concussion and he says, I'm done. I can't play hockey anymore. I've had too many concussions. Now, the Predators are stuck with that cap for seven more years. I mean, that's just, that's not a good scenario for the predators. If, if that were to play out and you just, you don't know, I mean, you hope that that's not going to happen, but that's just a lot of money and a lot of time to be tied up in a player that doesn't even touch the ice. Ask, ask the mule from Detroit. We've been there. Or it sounds like, uh, uh, Kyle Turris, I mean, that was only what four, two million, but still, I mean, it's like two million a year that they could be using on the player that's actually playing, or youth, or prospects, or trading, or there's there's a million yeah. things you can concession. I mean, how many two million? I mean, 
at least you know you spend two million dollars on a player that's i mean at least get a goal out of them i mean it's more than we've getting now <laughs> it's sitting home watching on tv and collecting that two million dollars yeah i'd Thanks. do that all day long i'd watch every game kick my feet up and collect two million hell yeah yeah maybe of course i would do that maybe you can call foil he likes for to do what that. So he can give me that. So he can buy out that contract, and that's what he did with Ty Carl Turris. And look at him now. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I mean, we're not going to get into the Poil bashing. It's an every show event. Kind of like last year was Bat was Blashell. I almost oh, that was his name too. <laughs> did we talk about uh, Chick, uh, Jacob Chicken being sat out the last game or two? Oh yeah, he oh. did. He was he was. Move trade considerations. Now, where he went to St. Louis, right? He didn't get moved, did he? No. Who just got traded to St. Louis? Didn't somebody just get traded to St. Louis? Uh, somebody from the Rangers. Who? What's his name? Uh, from the Tarasenko deal. No, I thought um, there was somebody else. No, Chickering was. Uh, I think that was just a trade. I don't think he got traded yet. He was just sat out due to trade considerations, it said. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I thought he was going to St. Louis is what I read. So I just didn't know if it was finalized. No, there's been, I mean, a couple of names out there. I mean, Buffalo is one of them being talked about. Are they? Yeah, but nothing. Uh, yeah, nothing crazy. Tarasenko. Gabrikov from Columbus is also being held out. I think this is from today or yesterday. He's being held out see, of the game for a trade. You see Patrick Kane as Pouton? No, I did not see that. Oh, he pouted. Oh, man. I will say this. Somebody put a meme on the, uh, on the web, on the web, all over the web. I don't know if you guys saw it. And it's a picture of Patrick Kane in, like, tears. It must have been, like, after a Stanley Cup loss or something or a big game or something. But he's, oh, he's, he's like, in great. tears on the bench. And it said, um, Patrick Kane's reaction to not being traded to the Rangers. And it showed his picture of him crying. And then it showed, like, a bunch of, like, like and, and this is not racist. I'm just putting out the picture. But it's a bunch of Arab people with their hands in the air, like, smiling and celebrating. And it said, cab drivers in New York City are. And it showed all these Arabs putting their fingers or their hands in the air. Because uh, you got to run in with a cab they're not driver, gonna be, right? Yeah, they're not going to be yeah. punched in the head over 10 cents. I, I don't. But I just try to forget about things like that because I want him to come to Buffalo. He might, but yeah, it's just, uh, it's, yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's all, it's all crazy. Oh, oh, retroactive to February 7th. With a non-COVID-19 illness. He missed his fifth straight why is, game. Why is everything non-COVID now? Probably the flu. Not COVID. <laughs> but anyways. But anyway. monkeypox. Uh, one more NHL news. And I don't want to get it because it's, it's another one of those stupid outdoor games. Uh, the stadium series. It's, you know, it's in Carolina. Um, it's 130 playing, degree weather, and they're gonna they're gonna play Washington. Well, it might snow uh, this weekend there too. Get some winter winter weather coming up. Um, I hear, but anyways, um, that's this weekend. I think, um, I think it's 
it must be a, one of the college stadiums, Carter Finley Stadium. Uh, but they announced the entertainment, so it must be they're trying to copy Vegas and Nashville with their entertainment things and stuff like that. Um, Jake Owen is going to be playing at Carter Finley Stadium, and then Lovely the Band is um, playing in the pregame. I won't mention that they got uh, a sponsor for that. Um, the NHL does. Um, they have but, music for all the big events now. Um, the All Star Game had music. Oh yeah, they've been doing that for years now. So just some entertainment for that for that game. Um, but that might be kind of interesting. I don't know. It's probably not going to be watching that. Um, but the. Uh, Super 16 for this week. Uh, Carolina is closing in on number one. Um, Boston's still number one. They have 205 points, but the Carolina now has 198 points. So, so they're 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 moving in. Um, Nobody's they, touching uh, Boston this year. The only team that's going to beat Boston is the first round playoffs or the second round playoffs. They're they're thinking maybe. Oh, here we go. Um, you know, there there's talk that maybe Jacob Chichurin's going to come to Boston. I don't know, but then again, everybody everybody is rumored to go to Boston. Um, but number three, New Jersey stays at number three. Toronto stays at number four. Same with Tampa Bay stays at five. Dallas stays at six. So there really hasn't been much change. I don't think there's too many games. Uh, the Rangers went from eight to seven. Well, Winnipeg went from nine to eight. Seattle dropped from seven to nine. Uh, Edmonton bumped from eleven to ten. Colorado fell from ten to eleven. Eleven. Oh, what the heck I just said there? I think I made up a new number. Uh, Vegas stayed at twelve. Uh, the Kings went from fourteen to thirteen. The Penguins. Who knows what's going on with them? They're I, I they're I, they're almost like the penguin or the predators, kind of like stuck in a in the no man's land with rebuild or not rebuild. They they went from fifteen to fourteen, so but they they've been kind of moving up and down. So, uh, Minnesota went from thirteen to fifteen. Uh, the Islanders went from twelve to sixteen, so they dropped, and then um. Buffalo received more points. Eight, Calgary, Florida, Washington, and I don't know how the Predators they end up with they got one. But uh last week the Saves were sixteen and they had dropped out, but they're probably just hanging in there because they're only like four points behind the Islanders and Islanders dropped four points, so I wouldn't be surprised to see Buffalo jump back into sixteen if they can get a couple wins. Um, and then in the next coming in this next week, um, only five points out now, five points in Islanders. Um, yeah, those are those, those were the those were the points for the sweet for the that they gave for the uh Super 16. Um, as long as we're talking about standings, um, you know, Carolina leading their the Metro uh, with 78, three points ahead of New Jersey. Uh, the Rangers, you know, they got they just added uh, Tarasenko, so they might be they're only eight points out of Carolina, so watch for them to make a move to first. There's number 36. And then, of course, 
course, you got Boston still leading the Atlantic and the NHL. So maybe they're maybe they're going to have the uh, President's Trophy curse. Um, Toronto's still holding on to second. And then you get further back, you got Buffalo in fifth and Detroit in sixth, actually tied with 56 points. So Yeah, I think I think Detroit's um they've played more games though. Uh no, actually 52 games each. They both played they both played 52. Buffalo got 26 wins, Detroit's got 24 wins, but Detroit's more got ties. eight, eight overtime. Eight overtime, uh, and then in the Western Conference, you know Dallas leaders leading the Central with seventy-one. Uh, and then you got Winnipeg, Colorado's holding on to that third spot. They're actually tied with Minnesota, and then you got Nashville fifty-six. So they're um, they're they're still hanging in there, um, but you know St. Louis is only three points behind them. So. Who knows what's going to happen with Nashville? They're kind of like in that little buffer where, you know, the trade line, trade deadline's coming up. Uh, they're in that little no man's land where are they going to be buyers or sellers? Um, I hate to say it, I don't want to see these any of these big you know stars go or whatever, but maybe time to think about selling. Are they are they winning? Are they making a push for the Stanley Cup this year? Like where where do they stand? No, when they lose to Arizona, they're not winning. I mean, Arizona. I will say, I will say, thinking about this though, D Law, when you're a team that's like on the verge every year, it's like you think that you can just bring in that one player that's gonna push you over the top. Well, Nashville needs about four or five. Just, yeah, but Poyle can't find him. He can't oh, find no. the right fit for the team. So so yeah, I mean, you gotta go and now, build. Now with Forsberg injured, and maybe they can, you know, how long he's gonna be out? Maybe they can put him on IR and use that cap space like Vegas did and and Tampa Bay did too. I mean, I don't think he's gonna be out that long with a concussion, but well, if you're Crosby, you won't miss a game. Well, Forsberg's already missed a game, right? Yeah. Well. Crosby has concussion; he never misses and doesn't have to go through protocol. But let's not. Yeah, it's a lot that. more. That's, that's it's a lot. I agree with that, but it it's is been, a lot much different game this this year or the, the past few years because they're really trying um, to take the head hits out. They're not doing it the right way by bringing the enforcers back, but they're really looking to eliminate, you know, concussions and help guys from not getting what is it CTE or whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, just finishing up with the standings and the, the Pacific Division, Vegas is leading that by one point over the Kings. Uh, and then so you got Seattle, who's I is definitely a surprise as far as I'm concerned. I don't know about anybody else. They're in third. Uh, they're just two points out of, out of behind Vegas with 60, 66. And then Edmonton was 65, but if they win tonight, they'll jump uh, and get tie at the Kings for second. And then, um, you know, then you got Calgary, Vancouver, San Jose, and Anaheim was not quite as bad as Chicago, but then you got Columbus with 36. So I guess it's, you know, between Columbus, Chicago, and Anaheim, you know, is who, who's going to land at Bedard. Um, I don't so I don't know if we want to. I still say it's going to be Arizona. Got a second to that. Yeah, well they're they're in the top bottom three. So 
I, I think I still agree with the chiclet guys. I think they're I think they're spot on with it because you kind of saw that with Eichel and McDavid. They were never oh, going to let I, they were never going to let McDavid go to an American team. To save a uh, to save the Arizona franchise. He's going to. That's what that's what the plan is. I mean, this kid's going like- to come in and be a game changer. He's he's one of those generational players. I mean, he's going to come in. He'll probably have a C on his chest in his second year. He's probably going to, you know, blow the league out and goals and assists. And, you know, he's just going to be one of those guys that doesn't get hit. Doesn't, you know, you you never see these guys like McDavid or uh, Matthews and guys like that. You don't see them taking big hits. They just, they're, they're good enough to not get hit. So, um, are you trying to say yeah, that you're scripted? Are you trying to say that, Ron? I'm agreeing with you're the thought to, that it is scripted. The yes. Are you serious? No, well, I'm not saying it's scripted that like in terms of games. I know. I'm not saying the games are necessarily scripted because, I mean, these are athletes and they're going to go out and give everything they got. I just, no, I can't see them saying, no, I'm. Do what the league tells them to do. Well, other sports are scripted. No, I don't. I don't I don't disagree with that, but I do think like the lottery, I think that's scripted. I, I mean I didn't know this. Like you don't even see him pulling balls, it's just little I heard, cards that go up well, on I the heard screen. There was, uh the Darlene one, Darlene draft. I heard the I didn't see it, I forgot to look it up, but apparently the they showed the balls getting picked. And apparently Buffalo's ball wasn't getting like pulled up. Uh, I don't remember what team it was. Whoever team it was, their ball was like getting ready to go up, and then Buffalo's ball came in, knocked them out, and Buffalo's ball was the one that came up. I didn't see it, but I was heard them talking oh, about nice. that recently. I didn't know about that. So yeah, we but still, I mean, I mean, think about it. The Sabers should have gotten McDavid instead of Eichel. You don't got to tell me um, that. So I mean, so the Sabers kind of got screwed there. I mean, the Wings have been screwed multiple times in the draft lottery. The, the the highest that they've had in, I think, 10 years was fourth of all the dumpster fire years they've had in the last probably seven, eight years. Who'd they pick? And the that? best they could do with fourth. Um, who'd they get with the fourth pick? Well, that's I, one thing. I don't even know. That's one thing I can say about the Predators. They really haven't had as bad as they have been as far as I get there, and they haven't really had any dumpster fire years i mean maybe a couple like years ago but but then you know looking up at the stats and the standings from years back they really haven't lucas raymond they really haven't had like the bottom uh like detroit has and buffalo has and so I don't know what's going on with it i mean i'm all the way down in 97 and the best they've done is four Number four. And most of them are in like the 20s, 30s. 1990, they had the third pick where they picked Keith Primo. So, I mean, the Wings have been boned several years in this draft, and which I'm okay. It It, it is what it is. I mean, what am I going to do about it at this point? But to say that it's not scripted, I I don't, I can't say that it's not. And if... If McDavid, or uh, not McDavid, if Bedard ends up in Arizona, I 100,000% believe that the NHL is scripted. But 
on the on the flip side, obviously it's been on social media. Uh, it's been talked about by the Chicklet guys. Now, with people starting to talk about it, maybe they're they're going to do a fair draft lottery, and Arizona doesn't get Bedard. What's that going to do to? What is that going to do to Arizona as a franchise? Because they're not going to have a face of the franchise, most likely. They might. They might land a diamond in the rough. They'll have a guy called Matthews, but, but you think he'll go there? It's his home. I don't know why he wouldn't. Is I don't know. But but I if mean they got goes there for sure. Oh yeah, there's every reason to go there. But I just think that if who wouldn't want to go and play Malt Arena? I mean, really. Yeah, I know that beautiful college spread there, but but again, if, have if he doesn't, if he doesn't get picked by Arizona, they're screwed. They're screwed. They're going to have nothing to look forward for, except for more garbage seasons. I mean, that's just what they're set up for. But Batman is not going to let them. Was was he? Was I think they might have been his first franchise. Um that he brought into the league, the first expansion team for him. I could be wrong. Well, they weren't an expansion, though. They moved from Winnipeg, so he, he can't Okay, say the that. move. They, he moved him to the city of Phoenix, and it's just been a train wreck ever since. Um, He's just got cider. He was the sixth overall pick. He was good. Yeah, he, he is. I mean, he was the rookie of the year last year. So I mean I'll take him. He's he's a great player. But yeah, I just I do think the NHL is scripted. I do think that they have guys and I don't know, you know, and I might be persuaded to say that the guys will do what they're supposed to do. Um, but I just think with all the money on the line, like at some point, if you're not producing goals and you're not scoring, then you're not gonna get a paycheck anymore. I mean, your 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 days are over. So I mean I, I find it hard for to think that players are not giving it their all every single game. I mean, these are guys that grew up and they're competitive. These are guys that, you know, have played. I mean, I watch, I watch my son play youth hockey and out there, kids are competitive. They're battling. Then they move up a level and they're even more competitive. Then they hit high school and the whole thing jumps. Um, So, I mean, it's just one of those, like, I, I don't know if these guys are really not trying out there. But I do think that referees play a big part into that. I do think that the draft plays a big part of that. So that's just my two cents on on the NHL rigging. I haven't seen any real uh, more updates on on the Coyotes' uh, new arena, so I'll have to keep watching for that. But they're probably going to wait and see what the draft does. Well, they're going to need a new arena anyway. Otherwise, they can't keep playing in that 5,000-seat arena for ever. I mean. I nice thought that was already approved. Is that approved that. yet? They, they got a vote on, I think there's a vote coming in May. And It's going to the city, right? Because there's a lot of pushback. Yeah. There's a location next to the airport. It was going to be too much stuff. Yeah, well, I don't know the exact wording, but there's going to be too much around the airport and they the people didn't want it. Well, this right underneath the flight path, that's what they're worried. That's what they're See, and it, 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 I mean, there's going to be residential involved in this entertainment district which I don't I mean, let's just call let's call a spade a spade here. They can't even fill 
an arena. I mean, when Detroit played in Arizona, it was like li- literally 90% Wings fans. So they can't even pack a 5,000. They can't even sell out a 5,000 person arena. But they're, I mean. So what are they going to do when they, they make this behemoth of a arena? And it'll be sold out for maybe the first six. You know, we'll, we'll save the first half of this season. I think people are going to go. They're going to want to see it. They're going to want to be a part of it. They're going to want to say, oh, I was there. It's a beautiful arena. It's got all these things in it. And it's a great little complex. And, you know, that's that's what it's going to be. But eventually, when when the product on the ice is, continues to be garbage, it's going to be right back to where it was. And now you've got this beautiful arena that's literally going to be used for nothing because the team is not going to be there anymore. Unless something drastic changes. Jumping back really quick um, for the Sabres recap. I just saw the stats of this first period for the Am- uh, Ducks. They had three shots on goal, which reminded me back of the Saturday game. <clears throat> the Sabres' first period, they had three shots on goal, and they had two goals. That right there is the Sabres' issue. Is they're not getting tonight. There's a different story, but they're not getting shots on goal. They, I think they had like nine after the second period, something like that. Tonight in the first period, they've yeah, got really, 19 shots on goal. So they've, and without shots on goal, you're not going to have – You're going to miss every you know, you're shot. You're not going to generate opportunity. Right. And not every same. shot is a scoring opportunity. No, but you're not so, going to score sh- passing the puck back to the point either. So No. Um, some teams can do that, and some teams just cannot. Sorry for jumping around. It just, hit, just reminded me of that. Any rookie watches? No. What is the, What are the standings in the rookie rookie of the year? And also, real quick, did you guys already? I don't know if you guys mentioned this, but you know, thinking of the the students at, and faculty of MSU from the shooting this past weekend, you know, it's unfortunate. This stuff keeps going on, and every year it's more and more and more, and just a scary world we live in. And hoping that all those kids at, in Michigan. Um, you know, can recover and, you know, get back to, to life the way that it was. But we're thinking about you guys and agreed. You know, hope everyone's doing well. One other uh, side note on NHL news, just see Ovechkin, his father passed away. So thoughts are. Is that what that was? Why he's out indefinitely? Yeah. His father died. Oh, Okay. So our thoughts go out to him and his family. Matty Beniers is leading with 36 points. Oh, is he? Okay, I must now. be looking at an old one. And Why does he keep putting up the same thing? Mason McTavish has got 30. And then in gold, Matty Beniers has got 17. Oh, yeah, I see it now. Marchenko with 14. And then you got Kalen, Ad- Kalen Addison of the uh wild he's a defenseman he's got 24 assists and then he got Cole Perfetti with 22 assists along with Maselli of Arizona yeah I'm and looking then, at the look at the overall uh, points yeah 36 for many Meniers but uh as far as plus minus I know you don't like that stat but they keep track of it, it. Nick Perbix um no well they well if it was useless they wouldn't be keeping track of it it's useless uh, you got Nick Perbix of the Tampa Bay Lightning with 11. And Owen Power tied with Perfetti with 10. And, and Broberg. Um, 
And then in the goaltending rookies, you got Peter uh, Kochekov of the Carolina. He's got leading with a 2.33. And then Logan Thompson of the Vegas. Uh, I don't know how, because Vegas, um, even the Predators lit up, lit him up. <laughs> He's got 2.66. Must be not too many rookies. And then he got uh, UPL at 3.47. He is fifth along rookie, so maybe he's the. I don't know how many rookie goaltender there are. Uh, as far as save see, where percent, I'm looking is where I'm looking at all. Oh, go ahead. As far as save percentage, Logan Thompson leading with nine fourteen, and then in wins they got Logan Thompson with twenty. This is among rookies, not uh, rookie goaltenders, not overall. And then right. shutouts, uh, Kuchetkov with three, and. Uh, that's the honorable mention in the points category to UC Parson, who's sitting 11th in rookies, got 21 points. And I saw a, oh, a Jonathan Bergen. Is it Jonathan or Jonathan? Jonathan. He's, uh, he's 10th in rookies with 21. Actually, Ty was Parson. And, yeah, and then you got Jack Quinn with twenty, and JJ Paterka with nineteen, and Owen Power nineteen. So three Sabers all tied with nineteen. Uh, rookies. Yeah, I think they should have a fight. Uh, actually, in the uh, Quinn's got twenty points. Paterka and Power have nineteen. They just had a fight at the end of the first period. Big fight. Oh, did they? Who was it? Uh, that I think it was that dude that did that. Nasty goal last year. From Anaheim. Which one was that? The one where they... Zegris? Yeah. Uh, no. Zegris? Who's the other guy? Harry? Right, Harry. No. Didn't he get his brains beat in by somebody else? No, I'm thinking of something else. I hate Zegris. I think he's just... Uh, yeah, I don't know. He's not my favorite. But, uh... You're moron. But yeah, I think that um, I think they need to have more fights in hockey. I think it excites the game because I just like I look at these games, and this is this might just be me. I don't mind the fast-paced game, but there's hardly any checking anymore. There's no open ice hits. There's hardly any fights anymore. There's no rivalries. I mean, hockey was was built on all that. I mean, you look at. You look at Detroit, Chicago over the years, Montreal and, and Toronto and um, New York and New York and Detroit and uh, Colorado. And I mean, there's just I mean, what what teams have rivalries? I mean, there's just none. There's nothing to look forward to. And I again, I appreciate the fast pace. I appreciate the the slick moves. But I'd rather see I'd rather see the rough stuff. Get the fans engaged. Get get the fans happy. Let there be rivalries. Let guys stand up for their star players. It was Frank Petrano. and reduce head injuries. What's that? It was Frank Vetrano. It wasn't who else that guy was. Oh, Frank Vetrano. Who do you fight? Uh, Darlene. Was it Darlene? Cousins. I mean, it wasn't a. It was just a big line brawl, but. Let's see here. Oh, Hunt. No, that's something different. Oh, Darlene and Yuki Haru got the penalties. So, but it was a whole the whole yeah. line was brawling. 
Cider and Kane, Patrick Kane almost went at it tonight. Or I'm sorry, Vander Kane. Evan, I like Van. He's a he's a good fighter. Evander Kane. He is. He's he's definitely. I I I don't like the off ice stuff that he brings to the game, but his style of play, I I could take that all day long. I like that gritty. I would actually take um, Ryan Reeves as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a couple of names out there that I prefer. Former Sabres players, really. Uh, Delorier. Yep. Um, oh, who else am I thinking of? But I still, Lucic is out there. I like uh, Marcus Foligno. Yep. <laughs> But I, but when I think of fighters, I think of like the big heavyweights, your Stu Grimson's, your Bob Probert's, your, you know, just these guys that go out there and they can just pound the brakes off of you. And I think it changes the dynamic of the game a lot too, because you think about it, the way the game used to be played, you're down, you know, three to one or three, nothing. And you're kind of stale going through the middle of a period. The coach would go up and say, Hey, you know, Proby, go out there and, you know, get a spark for us. So he's going to go out and take a hit. He's going to go out there and fight. I mean, he's going to do something to light a fire under this team, just not care about the re- repercussions that are to come. And you just don't see that anymore. I mean, there's no way to change the pace of a game except for scoring because you can't fight and you can't hit. Gary Bettman has just pussified this league. Oh, was this the beat on Batman show or the beat on Foil show? You can you can hit. You just gotta. Make they both sure suck. You, make sure you use a pillow behind their head, and make sure that you go very soft into them. Not in the open ice. Make sure they turn. And make sure they don't fall. And get a hold. But I mean, just up. but I mean, just paying guys back. I mean, it's it. It seems like the league is so weird right now. All the clean hits in the league are getting retribution. Like, oh, he just. Open ice, my guy. I got to go fight him. But, you know, the headshots, the elbows, you know, the boardings, a lot of those just go, oh, we don't want to fight. We don't want to go five minutes in the box and get suspended. And you just don't see guys standing. I mean, it's, I don't know. I feel like it's every big clean hit is answered with a fight. Just doesn't make sense to me. Or any hit. Uh, and speaking of that, I I haven't really seen any fires suspensions uh, this week. Um, so that's I guess no, there hasn't been any really there hasn't been really questionable hits. I guess or there are suspendable hits. Um, but then again, we're just coming out of the All Star break, so they're really and they're they are they are starting to ramp up again, but um. And, you know, speaking of these games, uh, it seems like the weekend games are having an awful lot of afternoon games now. I, I know they had the, you know, this past weekend they had the Super Bowl, so, you know, they're going to don't want to compete with them, and obviously they're not going to get the viewership. But, um, you know, coming into the next weekend, the next few weekends, you know, I don't know. It seems like the springtime is when, and, and after the All-Star break, is when they start having all these afternoon games. I don't know. I mean, they are kind of good, but I don't know. Um, it's probably good for the kids. I don't know. I, I don't want to get too much off on a side note about that. Um, 
But um, any injuries? I know you touched, Brian touched on uh, Hayes, got put on IR tonight. Did you talk about, uh, or sorry, did last week's podcast, did that capture the uh, cousin signing? I think we did talk about that. I, we know we talked about it, but did it? Um, it that was another big eight, what, another eight year, <clears throat> seven year. That was early in. That was early in the show, wasn't it? I can't remember. I just want to make sure I made the podcast. Uh, I believe. I think that was early in the show. I think that was in your hideout. Um, yeah, I think that did go through. Okay. See, and I like um, Cousins. I think he brings a, a lot of different dynamics to the team. I think he's a guy that can get in the rough stuff if he wants to. He can score goals. Like yeah. I, I like that kid. He's one of the ones that will scrap if you need to scrap. He reminds me of like a Janot for Nashville. Just young, he can put points up and he can, you know, he'll he'll scrap, like you said. Yep. And now those now, as much as I hate the long contracts, if if there's a long contract that needs to be given, I'm giving it to a young guy like that. Because he's still gonna be, you know, on the tail end of his prime when the contract is up. That's a good evaluation time. Like, hey, is he is he worth another Two three years? Should we sign him to a year? Has his production dropped? It's it's just a good time frame to evaluate where where they stand at that time. So I don't mind that contract as much as I I do like a Forsberg or even a Larkin. And let's see. Um, I think we also touched on Chaturin is going to be out just before the trade deadline. It's only a week. Um, so, let's see, any more injuries? Um, what do you mean he's going to be out? They're setting him for the rest of the week? Uh, it says he's out at least one week. Um, uh, last year, he requested to be moved. Um, don't know why they didn't move it's him last cause year. Because he's being traded, or did he get hurt? Because um, what I read is I he was scratched because he was getting traded. No, no, I want to bring up the something that okay. I read. I want your guys' opinion on this. It was brought up that they should have a cap on the amount of games that a player should be allowed to sit before he's traded. And the reasons that they were brought up, and I haven't researched this, and I'm going to do a little bit of research for next show, um, but the reason is is because it affects their salaries it affects their pay because they're not getting paid as much to not play so i thought they got paid, they paid the same no matter what as long as they're on a team yeah see that's that's what i had thought but um, yeah, i don't know who, i don't know who said that but if they get paid um no, and it it's breaks just, down they, they, it's they're experts on, yearly if you can see my their contract is based on their contract is based on the year and I mean, you can break it down, you know, by how many games. But you know, they could be a talking lot of times about uh, they don't the bonuses, maybe. I mean, that's that's the only thing I can yeah. think of. Yeah, um, agree bonuses for how many games they're playing. Yeah, um, but a lot of these guys don't even but, need the bonus. I, I'm not even worried. I'm personally not worried about it. I, I how long so is great. okay for a guy to sit, though? I mean, should it be weeks? Should it be oh, a couple no, of games? I, like, is he pouting? Like, are, are you hurting the team? I feel it's up to the team. I mean, it, if he wants it, to be traded or if they want to trade no. him, they got to protect him. I think that 
you know, obviously you're not going to play him if, you know, if, if the trade is going, you know, at the point where it's about to be finalized and they have a game that night, you're obviously not going to play him. You know, that's I, they, right. if the if the trade is in about to be finalized, then he gets set. But not until, you know, not until before it's finalized or about to be finalized. I don't know. I'm not sure the process, you know, it'd be nice. It would be neat to have somebody on with that, you know, that we could talk to that has got experience, like like a GM or an assistant GM that knows what the actual uh, process is for trading. And, and, you know, how, you know, because if you can, you know, you're, they're obviously talking now. The GMs are talking, oh, how about yeah, this course and the feelers and stuff like that. And then, but when does that actually become like, okay, let's pull this trade, you know? It'd See, be nice I look to, to, to get some information, you know. I think that'd be interesting if we could kind of figure out how to get somebody on like that. See, I look at it as like a two part for me. Like if I'm a, if I'm a GM of a team, it's going to depend on what the reasoning is. If he's just pouting because he doesn't want to play here anymore. Well, that's too bad. I'm paying your salary. Like if, and part two of that is what is the scenario for the team? Is this a player, like an impact player that's going to help us win games and keep us moving into the playoffs or are we completely out of it and we're selling and just don't care because if we're not selling and somebody just wants out, you're going to play up until almost that last day. If you get hurt, you're going to get hurt regardless whether you're, you know, demanding a trade or not demanding a trade and we need to win games. So like in Austin Matthews, if he wants to leave, I'd, I'd probably play him until that, that triggers pulled. I might be in the minority because, yeah, you want to get the most return and this and that. But I'm not going to give up points in the meantime. Because you don't know what you're going to get in return. It depends on if you're in the middle exactly, of the league. Exactly, if you're in the hunt. Yeah, if you're in the middle of the league, sit them. Who cares? So you're most likely not trading them someone if you're top of the league. Right. So yeah, it doesn't sound like he is injured. So yeah, so it sounds like he's just uh they're just sitting him. Um not sure why, but um so so any yeah, but you can't guarantee that, you know Unless he gets hit by a car in Detroit, I'm pretty sure he'll yeah. be all right. Uh speaking of Detroit, any injuries on Detroit? Did, I already did, went through them. Yeah, mention that. Okay. Um, yep, we're good. I think that's. Um, I think that's all we all, all the injuries um, that I heard, um, other than the AIDS thing. Um, I do. Did you say because of the AIDS thing? The pay, taze, taze, whatever his name is. Tate. The no, one I thought you said, just said AIDS. No. AIDS. How are you bringing up AIDS? Toes. Tate. Hey, Come on, whatever. corn pop. They do, they do it from Chicago. Toes. Yeah. It was a T. Toes. I, I think you need to get your damn hearing, hearing aid checked. But hearing anyway, um, Boston, obviously, in, in my previews, they'll be coming up, so maybe I should save this for that. Um, but um, the, uh, you know, the Bruins are waiting in Nashville because they're replaying them. Um but uh, Jeremy Swayman um, 
Isn't he the goalie? He's playing incredible. Yeah. He, well, he's got another talent. He plays the guitar. He was uh, rocking out at a Nashville guitar shop by Gibson. I'm not sure which one it was. Um, so just, uh, I guess they all kind of do that. You know, when they're in Nashville, they probably love to go to Nashville because it's just a great atmosphere to be in, you know, with the honky tonks and the music and all that. So just thought, you know, that was kind of an interesting story that, you know, he's got a little, uh, little talent with, uh, with the guitar. But, uh, I guess we can move on to some, uh, HL updates. Uh, the Griffins they just had the one game against uh, the Chicago Wolves. Yes, I said it right this time, Ron. Yes, you did. Uh, they won in a shootout two to one. Um, actually, they going actually yes, going back to Saturday. Did I mention Saturday? We did the show on Friday, right? Said yes. Uh, they did beat uh, the Rockford Ice Hogs on Saturday the eleventh. That was a shootout uh, four three. So they've actually. Do, had, do I get to do Milwaukee's? Recaps. Why would you do Milwaukee? I don't know. I'm wondering why you're doing Grand Rapids. I'm not doing right Grand Rapids. I'm doing Milwaukee. You just said Grand Rapids. No, I said <coughs> one, two, one. I oh, Milwaukee. I didn't hear. I don't know. It must have cut out on my end. But anyway, but they had. Um, my fault. I was like, what the hell is he doing? But they had uh, the Milwaukee had three shootout wins in a row. So I guess that's. I earned three losses. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's it for for the Admirals. And then they, of course they lose uh, Alvacino, uh to the Predators. You know they call them up as I mentioned earlier. Um, but I guess uh, since you thought I was talking about the Griffins, that's, yeah, they were uh, stealing my thunder. <laughs> yeah, they haven't no, been uh, playing good. They went they went um, one for two in their last three games. Um, you know they just got they got beat up on uh Saturday and Friday night they got beat up on also by Manitoba but they came out they played Rockford um Wednesday tonight and they ended up you know they they took the win 5-4 nice thing about this game is Simon Edvinson one of our young guys he'll be you know a rookie next year in in the NHL but he put up 4 points in the game you know, he's continuously growing, putting up points. And I keep saying that about these players with, with Detroit because the future is bright. Right now, we're going to go through some growing pains. We're going to lose some of our guys. But what we have in the in the depth of our lineup is just incredible. So I look forward to that and glad he had a good good outing. But, yeah, they, they've, been, they've been struggling a little bit. Um, look, they're... So that they're following the Admirals, they played Rockford. Rockford doesn't. That's like they must be what four losses in a row now. So they lost two to Milwaukee, and they lost a couple to, to the Gra- Griffins. Griffins, but yeah, and then it just seems I, like seems like everyone the the Milwaukee plays the Griffins play right after that. And uh, upcoming, they've got they've got the Cleveland Monsters on on Friday, um, and then they're back for two away games to Manitoba back to back on Sunday and Monday. So could be, could be interesting depending on how the games turn out there. No, well, the Admirals have Texas and Milwaukee, uh, and this weekend, the 18th and 19th, and then they got to go to Manitoba next week. Um, 
late next week, so um, I'll be revisiting that next week's show. And the collapse has started. For which which one of the teams, Buffalo what? or? It's now two two. Uh oh. What is going on with? Oh, I thought you were talking about the Amherst. No, no, they already collapsed. The Amherst suck. They hey, they did win on? a game. They did win a game this week. I think Saturday they won four one. That's because I wasn't Syracuse. there. Exactly why they won. They were in Syracuse. They lost. Uh, last night. Get, you still weren't there. Yeah, that, well, I was in the arena. Just It was the Nighthawks, not the Amherst. <laughs> but yeah, I, what is going It can't be the coach because, I mean, they were dominant in no, the early part of the season. D Law. No, it's not the coach, no. it's you. What they, look say, up, they look up and they the see, last, their last see the guy home, with the ears. Their last, right? <laughs> I think their last home win was in December sometime. That's uh, uh, I saw. I don't know if that's true or not, but it'd be incredible if the coach looks comes out during the warm up, looks around and sees D Law up in the stands and just storms back to the locker room. There you go. God damn it. Just don't even pack it up, playing. guys. Pack it up. Yeah, well, they so, probably contact security and tell them to get me the heck out of there. They got a three-game weekend this weekend coming up. I don't remember who they're playing, but... I know. Friday, I'll be there. Oh, good. We good. just got to find somebody. We like, we got to buy lose. somebody you, a ticket. You guys will be out of town. At least we know they're going to lose. We gotta, you know what would be epic? Is if we bought somebody a ticket, just some random person, we had them pretend fight Dan <laughs> up in the stands just to get him kicked out. Nobody gets hurt, but just have him like... Pretend to start throwing fists and have Dan it. be like, wow, wow, wow. Like, he would just have that reaction. I love it. And they both get kicked out for fighting. I'll just do Problem it. Problem solved. I'll do it just because. <laughs> I won't even <laughs> do that. Then you're banned. Three on one. Come on. Come on. They probably won't even do, they probably won't even do that. They probably move you to the bench because you're so good at fighting. <laughs> Somebody's got a fight on that team. Oh, I want to see you do it. No. No, I can't play. You got the mentality. I can't even score. Why do you you always say that? I don't. Oh, that's not. You got the mentality, and and you've got half the haircut. I've changed that. I'm not saying you didn't, but you've got half the haircut for a fighter. Yeah. You just got to shave that Herman off the sides, and then you'll have that bald head look that. You know, go out there and have that uh, tough guy. I can't. I can't. Just get a get a tattoo on your head. No, my name's not Herman. But moving on, um, let's. Uh, we need to. Uh, Brian needs to talk about our new segment. Our weekly pick segment. <clears throat> it's going good for some of us. Some of us are five hundred. Whatever. Um, Where are we at right now? I don't have right it up now, in front Ron of me. and. You and myself are four and two. D Law is coming in third place with three and three. Tonight is a big night because I have a I lost win mine tonight. And the Sabres you have a I have a win for the Sabres, you have a loss. So if Sabres win I do okay. you go ahead if Sabres What about the wings though? They're playing tonight Did against they win Edmonton. Or... I had them as a loss. We all did, so it doesn't affect with any. Oh, I got three wins. Okay. Oh, oh, jeez. Because the wings are up right now, going into the third. Oh, and I said they were going to lose. We all did. Can you just write all losses for Detroit? Because oh. 
<laughs> no, I want all lost more wins than you did, Rob. So coming up this week, uh, we have big week for uh, Buffalo. Looks like you guys have a shorter week. Yeah, so we're gonna be doing this uh, weekly thing like they do on the TV for football, where we pick the teams and the win and who wins the loss. Then we'll do the standings. Right now, Ron and I are tied. Four wins, two losses, and Dan's in third with three and three. I think we should do a monthly one where the losers pay for the uh, pre-show drink of choice for the winner. So I guess we can move into the preview section. I had to update my picks because I changed them, I guess. Changed them? You can't can't change them. Well. Oh, well, here we go. No, no, no. For the screenshot him. No, for the previews. The previews should oh. be the same as your picks. Not the ones that passed. The ones that are coming up. <sighs> Anyways. The previews. If you if so, you're three and three and you change them, it's really bad. <laughs> no, not the ones that I, I didn't change the ones that I've already been, obviously. I changed the ones that are coming up. Okay. They haven't played. Like the bank, well, you'll find we out. Tell me, tell us your so, previews. So, well, this was not supposed to be preview, but since we're doing a show earlier this week, uh, tomorrow night uh, at home against Boston, uh, I, that's that's the same. That's the same. They're gonna lose. It's probably, I, 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 do I want? Do I get extra points if I say the score? Uh, no. No. I think it's going to be seven to one. Uh, Boston. I was going to say seven two. I was going to say twenty to nothing, but <laughs> well, man, uh, well, there, yeah, there isn't a that there isn't a mercy rule on any show, is there? No, because they know you're not going to play. <laughs> uh, and then uh, on the eighteenth, which is Saturday, uh, they're they got Florida coming in, so that's going to be another loss. Back to back, Boston, Florida at home, and then they gotta go travel to Minnesota on the nineteenth, which is gonna be back to back. Uh, you know they got, you know they're playing home on the eighteenth, and they gotta fly to uh, Minnesota right after that game. So that's uh, that actually might be the early afternoon game. I didn't check the time, um, but that is. Um, let me see real quick if that's. Uh, what time that is um that is a uh that's a one o'clock central start time so that that is an afternoon game um actually the florida game is an afternoon game as well one o'clock so so it's not too bad it's 24 hours uh you know between games so it's still back to back and then they got return home to play vancouver i think they're gonna win that game I don't know how, I don't know why, but Vancouver had, Vancouver does have a knack of uh, blowing multiple goal leads, as I had mentioned earlier this year in our in one of our podcasts. And then on the 23rd, they got, they're at San Jose, um, which they will start a, a mini road trip. Um, and I think they're going to beat San Jose because they, they're just as bad as Nashville, maybe worse. Although well, the wings the re- have quite, the wings have quite a week. They're on the west coast here. Um, they have 
Edmonton tonight, which I'll recap next week. Um, Calgary tomorrow, which we just played Calgary last Thursday, so it's exactly one week since playing them. Um, then they have Seattle coming up on Saturday. Washington, which I'm I'm half tempted because my I'm going out of town this week, like D Lod said earlier in the show, and I'm going to be down in DC, so I'm almost tempted to just stay, go to the game Tuesday, and come home Wednesday, but I'm not quite sure yet. But they've got Washington on Tuesday, and then they're back home finally for a couple of home games uh, starting Thursday against the Rangers. So next week I'll have quite a few to to go over. So we'll have Edmonton, Calgary, Seattle, Washington, and the Rangers to preview or go over next week. And I had picked. Uh, wait, what did you pick uh, for your uh, wings predictions? Looks like a lot of losses. Yeah, I don't think Detroit's going to sustain this. They might. They might pull a rabbit out of their hat, but I just don't have Detroit sustaining this momentum that they have going right now. So let me um, see what I picked. So I, I picked a loss against Edmonton tonight. I could be in trouble. A loss against Calgary, a loss against Seattle, a loss against Washington, and I think they're going to come back and win against the Rangers. But and I, I'm hoping I, I'm wrong on all of those. But I said they're going to lose to Edmonton, Calgary. I said they're going to beat Seattle. And then I said they're going to lose to Washington and the Rangers. Sabres are currently playing Anaheim, tied 3 3 now in the third. We'll recap that game next week. The 18th, we play the Sharks in San Jose. I'm going to call a win for that game. Let me come home on the 21st for a loss versus Toronto. The 23rd, they play at Tampa Bay. I'm going out on a limb here. I mean, these predictions were last week before they started losing like they're losing now. But Now, can we change our predictions of upcoming games? Upcoming games, we can, so, yeah. Oh, I did. So, I mean, if, so, I mean, if it's I mean, if not I guess, I guess we just, I guess like, if they go on a win streak it. and you're like, man, they're on a win streak. I want to update it. See, I, I ask questions before I only, just do it because I don't want to be only, a cheater. Well, before, you know, I mean, I think uh, up until we record, I mean, past, past after we record, I don't think we should change it. Or so I think like as soon as, soon as, as soon as your show is done, we should lock it until. I'm going to say a yeah, win. If they, if they get hot, then you should. At the Sharks, <laughs> then they're going to lose the rest of the week. Florida on the 24th, which is like next Friday. Did Dan just get attacked? I hope he didn't hear that, but my iPad started, the Siri on my iPad started saying, hi, nice to meet you, Dan. I was like, out of nowhere. I don't know what I said. What the hell is going on? I just saw Dan freaking out. It's my iPad. Stupid Surrey. It's like, I don't know. I wish we had video. I I like that we have video. Now we can can put together video bloopers as well as sound bloopers. Uh, I'm not going to do that. Let's see. I picked, uh, let's see. I picked Buffalo to beat Anaheim. uh, And I had him beat in San Jose because San Jose can't beat anybody except for Predators, the Predators. Um, then I had Toronto beating Buffalo, and then I had Buffalo beating Tampa Bay. 
and losing to Florida. Now, how do we? How are we going to police this? To be honest, because I could see Dan going in, like in the first period of a game, the Predators go up by four. I'm not going to change it. I'm changing his picks. I'm not going to change it. I only change because I set him up. I'm going to take a screenshot every week to make sure he doesn't change. I think. and I'll post it. I'm not going to change. I'm not going to change. And that's it for in. all no. of us. It's not just you, D. Lots. All three of us. I'm not going to change it now. That's the these, picks are final. All right. So these picks are going to lock once we make the picks on air. The picks lock. How about that? Okay. Yeah, that's and, fair. So these until, picks are locked until like Monday. What I put for your upcoming week. Yeah, let's do it by week. So if a team gets yeah, you hot, can, you got to hope that they ride it out or whatnot. You can change. So the week after, but you can't change the upcoming week that we aired already. Right. So the ones we just went through and all my picks I'm keeping as is for this week for all three teams. Yeah, so I'm not going to change. Yeah, my, I'm not going to change anymore. Um, I only changed my predators. And I actually changed it from a Minnesota win to a loss. I don't know how. What I'm going with losses for the Sabres. We're going to win on Saturday versus San Jose and then lose. At home versus Toronto, and then at Tampa Bay and at Florida, they're going to lose. Oh, I thought you already mentioned that. I did. I, I, all right. We got sidetracked. And then uh, what about runs, Buffalo predictions? I had a loss against Anaheim, a win against San Jose. They lost to Toronto, lost to Tampa Bay, and a win in Florida. At, yeah, win in Florida. Are we done with the pre all the previews then and the picks? I think so. Yeah, I think GCHL update. Yeah, that's um, that's just as bad as all my other teams. It's just horrible. Hey, we're tanking. Yeah, we're tanking, and we don't have a draft pick, so it doesn't even matter. I know they're looking. Who did you give up your draft, draft pick for? I don't remember. Probably King. Oh my god! I probably I King. Told, oh. I totally. I totally, I even, I don't know, I, I don't even really bother paying attention to ours. I don't even, I can't even see what the standings are or the, the stats. I don't I thought about jumping on the San Jose train, and I, sh- I meant to look at their roster to see who they had. You could help us with Nashville. I don't, I don't know what's going on with them either. You can be my assistant. Well, I need an assistant. All right, I'll be the assistant to the Sabers. I'm not doing. I don't even know where my. I don't even know where my GM is. I think I'm. I'm the supposed to be the assistant. I haven't even seen one. To, and I don't even care if if the Sabers win another game as long as they beat Nashville. Of course, well, well, <laughs> I mean they better beat Nashville. That's like the worst team out there. Well, oh, almost, almost. There's, Although they lose to Arizona, they got to be one of the worst. Who loses to Arizona <laughs> other than the Predators? Sabres. After they, after they had, <laughs> just went through this. After they had a two to one lead. Uh, so speaking of next week, I think that wraps up this episode. Um, you can find us on uh, Facebook, Twitch. Discord at Predwings Podcast, uh, YouTube at Predwings Pod, and Twitter at Predwings Pod. Once again, thanks for tuning in to the Predwings Podcast. Good night, Hockey Town. Bye bye, Buffalo. See ya, Smashville.